Hi, I'm Julie Kerr, and welcome to the Geek Loves Punk podcast. I wrote and directed the romantic comedy Geek Loves Punk, and the movie touches on subjects including geek culture, LGBTQ plus culture, and positive expressions of religion and spirituality. Uh, the podcast dives into these subjects with humor and thoughtfulness, so the romantic comedy inspires this awesome podcast. So please enjoy this episode. Also, um, just going to plug my website. It's juliekerrstudios.com. If you uh, check out my website, my friends say it looks really cool and professional, and my mom was impressed. So if you check out my website, uh, you can actually, um, that's where you can watch the movie that I made. Uh, You can also join, I I would love for you to join my email list. If you join my email list, um, you can get discounts on my movie and and, and other stuff. And you also... um, Oh, you immediately get access to a video and PDF and a series of videos that help you uh, learn how to cultivate more love, joy, and kindness into your life every day. So well, f- without further ado, enjoy this episode. Hi, this is Julie Kerr, writer and director of the indie nerdy comedy uh, Geek Loves Punk. And today's podcast episode, I was actually a relative asked me this. Um what to do when you feel sad or depressed. So I'm going to give you sort of some, not sort of, I'm definitely going to give you kind of practical tips on what to do when you feel sad and depressed. Um, But the first thing I want to say is I am a filmmaker. I do have a bachelor's in English, but I'm not a professional mental health worker. Um, So if you're feeling suicidal, you definitely like right now, you need to call, here's the phone number, one eight zero zero two seven three eight two five five, um, and then there's a website suicidepreventionlifeline.org, and that lifeline is basically the phone number. There's someone on the other line like twenty four seven, and again that's one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. As far as the if you're feeling suicidal, um, the other thing I I say here like. Um, and one of my tips is, you know, therapy or counseling or support group. Um, so if you're looking for that, um, you can go to Psychology Today. I respect Psychology Today as a magazine. So there they have a place where you can look for a support group or healthcare professional, like mental health in your area. And I think what I saw on this on the website is it tells you what health insurance they take, right? Um, okay, so with that, I'm going to give my advice on, um, what to do when you're feeling sad and depressed. Uh, the first thing I want to say is it's okay to feel sad and depressed. Um, the other thing I want to say is, yeah, I've dealt with sadness my whole life and depression my whole life. And I was talking to a friend who some life stuff has come into his life, right? Some, some tough stuff. And he was saying he doesn't really like to feel sad. I'm kind of the same way. Like, I I respect sadness. I respect the emotion of sadness. I know when I'm feeling it. I usually by now know why I'm feeling it, that kind of thing. But because I'm 38 years old, I don't really like to feel sad or angry. Those aren't the emotions. I just don't want to stay in those places for too long. And that's me. Um... So, so that's why I'm going to basically give some tips. 
Um, so these are going to be more practical tips. Um, the, the other thing I want to say before I get to the practical tips, a lot of times sadness is very deep-seated or anger. Um, so it probably has to do with something that happened in your past, some, some sort of trauma that hasn't quite healed. Um, so that's why if there's something there, that's why I would recommend therapy or counseling or uh, support groups. Um, yeah, and I'll talk more about that in my tips. Um, so there's usually something deep, deep inside there that you kind of just need to to, to address. Um, yeah. So with all of that, I'm going to go ahead and give my tips because these, these tips might seem sort of surface level. I actually don't think they're surface level. I think, um, the tips I'm about to give, it's all about self-care. It's all about taking good care of yourself. And I think for these tips I give, like I have daily things I do daily because, um, I don't go into detail, but I grew up in an abusive home, and the people I grew up with, yes, they're definitely multifaceted. They're not, they're not monsters, you know what I mean? They're not, some of them aren't great, <laughs> and they're not, they're not great people, but they're not, because I know them, and they're multifaceted, they're not complete monsters. They're not great, though. <laughs> Could have been better, but uh, what I do want to say is that, um, uh, because I grew up in an abusive home, what I'm telling you, and, um, I'm not going to go, I'm not, I don't go into details about how I grew up and I don't really need to because a lot of y'all grew up in abusive homes too. And you know exactly what I mean when I say abusive home. Um, so, uh, these things I'm going to tell you, I don't take these things lightly. They might say, they might, they might sound so simple, and you might think that works. And I'm telling you, yeah, it, it works. So, or at least it works for me, right? At least it works for me. And everything I'm telling you as well, you kind of have to do it long term. Like you have to try it for at least 30 days. Um, yeah. So it, at least it works for me as a casual filmmaker with an English degree. <laughs> okay who's been alive for 38 years. Okay, so here's the tips for what to do when you feel sad or like, yeah. Okay, so the first thing I want to say is this has helped me a lot. I call it you create like a sadness emergency toolkit. And what that is is I have a folder and I call it my mad, my, my mad sad folder. But what I do is I open it up and I have like a bullet point list of all this stuff, like when my anger or sadness has been triggered, I bullet point all the stuff that I know specifically makes me feel better um, when I'm feeling these emotions. And when I feel emotions, I feel them pretty intensely, for lack of a better word. And because I do, I know when I've been triggered, and I know what my triggers are, <clears throat> which is super important. So... And I, I know who I need, I, I know who I can be like buddy buddies with, like, you know, right now it's COVID-19, but if I'm at a party these days, I know who I can be like soulmate friends with, and I know who I can be like acquaintance, acquaintances with, and I know who I can be like thanks, no thanks with <laughs> at this point, because I just, I know who I am, I know what I'm working with, I know how I, how I grew up, and I know what my triggers are, so 
it, it kind of just some, a lot of times it's just incompatibility uh, in general. Like let's say I'm at a party with a large group of people pre COVID. <clears throat> I can pretty much know who, you know, who I can be down with and who I can't. Um, just because at this point in my life, I know what my triggers are. So, but anyway, so the mad sad emergency toolkit, um, what I like about it is like, Hey, I'm feeling these emotions. I just open up the folder. It's just like a regular office filing folder. And there in front of me is all the bullet point stuff, bullet pointed of stuff that makes me feel better. What songs will make me feel better? What movies will make me feel better? What comic books will make me feel better? Who I should call? Who of my friends should I call when I'm feeling down? Because um, I have friends I can call when when I'm feeling down. It's just like, who should I talk to? Like, it's it's just sort of like a game plan. You know what I mean? And And it really works. Like a week or two ago, my anger was triggered and I I had already made the folder. So I opened up the folder and I just did all the things in the folder and it just, it worked. I felt better. So yeah. So step one is create a sadness emergency toolkit where it's just like a folder where you're bullet pointing all the stuff that just makes you feel better. Um, that's what I would recommend. That's tip one for when you're feeling sad. Okay. Tip number two, because I'm a filmmaker and a writer. So Okay, the way I put it's really funny. Have a sad creative project to work on. (laughs) Okay, so during this COVID-19 stuff, it's been very uh, stressful in a lot of ways. Um, And I definitely have perspective. You know, I have friends who are essential workers and they're always in my prayers. But, um, But it's been stressful and it's sort of been one thing after another in a lot of different ways. Um... So what I've been doing, like, with just general COVID-19 frustration, I have, like, this screenplay that I've been working on, and it's just, I love writing. Writing's good for my soul. So this is the screenplay I go to when, like, the COVID-19 sadness or anger gets triggered. And the thing about the screenplay is it's 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 a comedy. It's like a superhero comedy screenplay. That's what it is. Um, but, like, it's it, – I specifically started writing it to kind of blow off some steam because I've been so stressed with COVID-19. And – or it, due to COVID-19 stuff has been – it just adds a level of stress to everything in a way. Um, so writing the screenplay has been really great. So again, a couple of weeks ago, my anger was triggered. Um, and I wrote like seven pages of the screenplay and I just felt better. And that's my go-to creative project when I'm feeling sad or mad. So creativity is so, so, so good for your soul. And like, I believe everyone on planet earth is creative. So you just have to find what your thing is. Like my little niece, who's like eight years old, turns out she's like, you know, for eight year old, a pretty good painter so when she's feeling a little frustrated because it happens you know my sister's like her mother my little sister her mother is like let's let's do some painting let's get out let's get out the paint brushes let's do some painting and it does just chill her out you know to paint so you know it could be crocheting it be it could be like woodworking it could be like if you're learning to play an instrument some kind of creative outlet because I I think we forget to be creative and we I don't forget because 
this is my dream making movies, but just remember, don't forget to be creative because it's just so, so, so good for your soul. So have a go-to uh, sad creative project to work on when you're feeling sad. Um, tip number three is sit in your sadness and know that it will pass because I know like sometimes like when my friend said he doesn't like to feel sad, I, I don't like to feel sad either. So sometimes I'm just trying to make it go away as fast as possible. And I just know like when I'm feeling sad, you know, sometimes when it's triggered, like I might have to sit in it, sit in it for a couple hours, you know what I mean? And, and that's okay. And what that means is, okay, I'm going to feel this emotion for a couple of hours. Okay, this emotion is going to be really painful. Um, emotionally speaking, but I know it'll pass. I know in a couple hours, I know a good night's sleep, eight hours of sleep. Uh, by the way, tons of great books written on sleep science. I should I should actually make a video in YouTube about just how important sleep is. But there's if, if sleeping is an issue, um, and I think with COVID-19, like, yeah, but I, I finally got a day job. I love it. I adore my day job, but my sleep schedule was all over the place when I was unemployed. So, but anyway, um, but yeah, if, you, if you're having trouble sleeping, like there's a lot of great books on sleep science and how to get good sleep, that kind of thing. But I know sometimes just the eight, eight hour, eight good solid hours of sleep, I'm going to feel better in the morning. Like I, so once I've accepted that, hey, I'm feeling sad, I'm going to sit in the sadness, but I'm okay, I'll be fine. Um, it kind of puts me at peace with what I'm feeling at the moment. Um Next up is, and I said this before, but call a friend and jibber-jabber. So here's the deal. There's, I've had relatives offer to talk to me when I'm feeling sad, and I love those relatives, but they're not the ones I can talk to when I'm feeling sad. They're just not the ones. Um, but I have a go-to friend who I can talk to when I'm feeling sad, and like, um, he's my best friend. We've been best friends since we were 14. Um, his name's Emilio. He's amazing. And, you know, because we've been best friends for, since we were 14 and we're now both 38, because he knows my family, he knows my whole history. Uh, we have a shorthand with each other when we talk. We grew up in the same way. Like we both grew up small town, Virginia, uh, that's a whole other culture, and it's not necessarily a bad culture. It's just a different culture than um, me. Now I'm in, like, the San Francisco Bay Area. It's San Francisco is, like, planet Mars compared to where I grew up. I love San Francisco. I love Virginia, but it's so different. And then um, even him, he's, like, in a suburb-ish of, of Washington, D.C., so he moved himself or it's like a town, but it's like, it's pretty close to Washington, D.C. Um, but it, it's, um, it's very different from how he grew up as well. You know, even he knows, like, even where he's at, like, uh, it's different, right? So, so we both understand each other as, as far as how we grew up and where we grew up. Um, but anyway, so Amelia is definitely probably the go-to friend where, as far as talking to him when I'm feeling sad and jibber-jabbering, with Emilio, I don't even need to jibber-jabber about the problem, necessarily. With him, because we're both kind of into the same stuff, like, movie-wise, like, and we're both into movies and TV and that kind of thing, we can just jibber-jabber about our favorite movies, our favorite TV shows, like, our favorite comics. We just, we can just jibber-jabber. 
And I can talk to him about my problem too. Uh, you know what I mean? Even when I talk to him about my problem, gosh, when I'm feeling sad, I only need to talk about it like 20 minutes. And then we're back to talking about like TV and movies. And But talking to him makes me feel better. And because um, he, 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 we get each other and then... Um, but yeah, it just I just feel better, and he he has a good perspective. He's a very kind person, so um, yeah. So so figure out who are the friends you can talk to when you're feeling sad. So some of your friends you can't, like they're not the best person to talk to. Um, other your friends you can, and you, you you know just calling a friend and talking, just shooting the breeze can just make you feel better, just in general. Or you know calling a friend and talking about the problem can make you feel better, but um. I'd say call a friend and jibber jabber because it's going to make you feel better. So this one, this one I totally recommend. And I actually recommended it to, well, this is, this, she wasn't even asking about sadness, but um, I forget the context because it wasn't even about sadness. But uh, I told my little sister to tell, I, I don't even know what the context was. But anyway, so I told my little sister a, a pretty fun activity, and this is kind of an acting exercise because I took acting classes in college, and I, I do acting in my movie. Uh, so, um, but I, I said, which what can make you feel good is reading your favorite stuff like out loud if you can. So right next to my bed, <clears throat> I have this thing I wrote out in Sharpies. And it's just like, it's me visualizing the future in a positive way. And today is great. So I, what I also want to say, I'm, I'm happy now as a person, but still I have goals. So visualizing the future in a positive way. And then also like I have this very, one of my favorite authors is Stephen Pressfield. So I have this very like inspirational like quote that just makes me feel good. And, um, you know, I, sometimes I forget to do it, but reading it out loud just makes me feel good. It makes me feel empowered. It makes me feel confident. And that's kind of an acting exercise in the sense that what we used to do in acting classes, we used to, like, one of the acting exercises was to act like an archetype. So, and it, so the archetypes would be, be the court gesture. Uh, archetypes being, okay, now you're a warrior, uh, that kind of thing. And what I noticed is, like, if I walked around like a warrior in the acting class, I felt strong and courageous. If I walked around like the court gesture, I felt funny and goofy. And so what you learn to do in acting classes, you learn how to draw upon real, genuine emotions uh, when you need them. And so the idea is... um, by reading something out loud that's like empowering, you're learning how to invoke confidence, empowerment. Um, and those things feel good. Uh, they feel good to me. <laughs> and empowerment means you're not trying to dominate anybody because that make that would make us jerks. <laughs> but empowerment just means we feel empowered to be who we are. And if I feel free, then you feel free and we all feel free. And freedom is the most exhilarating feeling in the world, in the world just feeling free to be who you are and live the life you want. Um, 
So yeah, so this one might sound silly, but it's but I did I forget the context, but I I suggested it to my little sister for her eight year old daughter, and she really liked the idea. And I've been doing it for a while, and I think I heard, I think it was Marie Forleo, one of the life coach people, or Brendan Burchard, who suggested it, and it it just does feel good. Saying empowering stuff out loud feels good, and it it invokes the emotions if you want to feel strong. Um, okay. Tip number six, I kind of touched on this already. Engage with the stuff you like, like the stuff you like, the movies you like, the comic books you like, the music you like, especially the kind of stuff that you like when you're feeling sad. I like, um, the blues, um, yeah, BB King. Um, sometimes I like old school jazz, like Ella Fitzgerald, etc. Um, yeah, but just, that goes into your emergency sadness toolkit, but um, the stuff that makes you, oh yeah, engage with the stuff you like, um, because it's just that's just gonna make you feel better. And then, and then I said, you know, go to therapy counseling support groups if you can afford it. You know what I mean? Like if your healthcare allows that kind of thing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> me talking about the American healthcare system. That's a whole other podcast. I've worked in healthcare for as a day job for for years, and boy, do I have opinions. <laughs> but uh, that's a different podcast, so <laughs> we'll talk about it here. If you can afford therapy counseling, um, I do um, suggest it. The other thing I want to say is therapy is kind of like dating in the sense that one, I, you do not date your therapist. Bad, bad, bad idea. But what I mean is. Um, it's kind of like dating in the sense that, you know, you might find a therapist or a counselor and it's not a good fit. That doesn't mean all therapy sucks. <laughs> okay. That just means you haven't found the right therapist and that's okay. You're going to find it. Um, I, and I, I talked about this in the YouTube video I did about what to do when you feel sad, but I had a counselor in college. He was fantastic. He was phenomenal. I was 19 or 20 years old. Uh, in college, and it was the first time I ever had any kind of one-on-one counseling, and it was phenomenal, phenomenal, so he was amazing, just great guy, and um, also, I was in a support group called Rose Me in Richmond, Virginia, Richmond Organization for Sexual Minority Youth, I know, uh, LGBTQ people in uh, Virginia were called sexual minorities, which to me just makes us sound really fancy, (laughs) I don't know. Anyway, I was like, fancy. Okay, so, um, but Rose Me, like, that was the support group I went to, which was totally free because I was a kid. We were all kids, and it was phenomenal. What a great group. Like, what a great counseling group. I mean, you just sit around and talk, and that the the mentors were just amazing. Like, the mentors were older LGBTQ people just giving really great advice and being super supportive. So that was a super positive um, support group situation I was in. So when you find the right fit for support groups or therapy or counseling, it really helps. It really benefits. So if you've never done it and you're feeling kind of scary, scared about it with the right person, then it does help and it's really awesome. Okay. Tip number eight. Ah, okay. Um, spend time with kind people. I emphasize this a lot, but um, being around mean people is so bad for your mental health. Sometimes you don't, you don't get a choice. Like if you're a kid, 
You just don't get a choice. Oh, and uh, children living in abusive homes are in my prayers constantly. But yeah, sometimes you you don't get a choice if you're living with an a-hole. Uh, excuse my language. But if you're an adult, man, if you're an adult, you can choose who you get to be around. Um, and just the there's listen, you know, right now you might be surrounded by jerks and socially speaking, and that sucks. But I cannot emphasize enough. There's so many good people in the world. There really are so many kind, loving, empathetic, great people. You just might be surrounded by jerks right now. And that sucks. Nothing but empathy for that. I've worked in toxic work environments. I grew up in an abusive home, blah, blah, blah. It sucks to be around mean people in any capacity. It just sucks. Or to be around unhappy people. But anyway, but if you can, Try to surround your. What I want to let you know, kind people, they're not make-believe. They're real. <laughs> they're totally real. I can name kind people. Uh, my little sister, my best friend Carol, my best friend Emilio, my really good friend Matt. Like, There's good people in the world, really good people in the world. I just named four <laughs> off the top of my head. Um, I mean, that's amazing. So, uh, so. There's good people in the world, one good friend, uh, two good friends, but even just one good friend makes all the difference in the world. So seek, be a kind person, be an empathetic person, uh, give yourself empathy for everything that you've been through, um, and and then you're going to draw kind, empathetic people towards you. And they're so good for your mental health. They're good for you. They're going to make you feel good. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so those are my tips on what to do when you're feeling sad or depressed. Um, yeah, okay, stick around. Uh, I'm going to plug my website. Okay, love y'all. Take good care, care, take good care of yourselves and um, stay good to yourselves. Okay, bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. I really appreciate it. Now, uh, if you're on Apple or Spotify or any of the things, I'm on a lot of platforms as far as podcasting goes, or Anchor. Hey, props to Anchor. Uh, I'm doing this all through Anchor, a really great uh, app, um, uh, podcast app. Uh, but anyway, um, if you could subscribe or like or rate this episode or download it, uh, follow all of the things. If you like this episode, uh, go for it. Uh, also, I'm going to go ahead and um, oh, plug my movie. I, I wrote a really great romantic comedy, uh, Geek Loves Punk, about a geek who falls for a rock and roll punk. So uh, totally check out my romantic comedy. It's at my website, uh, juliekerrstudios.com, uh, and you can watch it there. Um, and then also, uh, again, plugging my email list. If you could join my email list, that would be super awesome. If you join my email list, you get discounts on uh, my movie, on the personal development course I have. And also, uh, if you join my email list, you immediately get access to uh, the five daily habits I do to cultivate more love, joy, and kindness into my life every day. I grew up in an abusive home. It totally sucked. <laughs> but I'm 38 years old. I've just I've studied personal development my entire life. 
So I've been, uh, I write, I give you the five daily habits that I do every day that just help me feel good and happy every day, even when I have crappy days. All right. So totally join my email list. That's at my website at www.juliekerrstudios.com. That's K-E-R-R. Thank you so much for listening and go forth and be awesome because you, my friend, are awesome. Thank you. Bye.